0: how are you doing? You comfy? Got you got them nice comfy socks on. You waking up? You're like, oh, Santa's here! That's no, those chestnuts over the fire. It's like it's like it's a week early. You got some good blankums.
1: You got you got blankums on. You got the cocos. Uh,
0: rattle, rattling you rattle your little your little uh, stocking full of yeah. treats.
1: You're got like, a why steaming isn't it cup yet? Of, of of chocolate milks. Ready. Dust for... off your
0: dust off your Christmas goose.
2: <laughs> 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 Too the much, much one dust. You
0: reuse t- every year.
1: T- too much dust is on that goose. You gotta <laughs> get all that dust good. off your goose. Clean that up.
0: Clean that up because it's you time clean to that, set. clean up your goose. <laughs> Saturday morning Tuesdays. Give it a good oh, whack. Give it, get it ready for excitement. <laughs> the animated, the animated podcast where we watch real cartoons and talk about them every week. Yeah, and we're time, Andy Austin and Rory. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm Andy, and they're Austin and Rory. We're not all like We are the collective. You know which one? Rory. Wink. We are the singular <laughs> unit. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost Christmas. Uh, we are legion Christmas when you're listening <laughs> to it. It's definitely not almost Christmas right now. It's uh, still almost Christmas. It's close. It's Christmas, close. almost Christmas. You probably got your lights up you look yeah.
1: goofball. I do you actually. I actually up? spent about an hour and a half trying to get Alexa to figure out my new WeMo plugs. <laughs> Alexa, put is, up my
0: Christmas lights.
1: It's fucking exhausting. Alexa. Let me tell you what. But I, they are up, and we are twinkle. We're in Twinkletown.
0: That's yeah. Where we're we're at. actually recording live Twinkleton. from Twinkletown. Live
1: from Twinkleton,
0: <laughs> Santa's house so okay so what are we Santa doing aspire. today we've got we've got some uh some some lovely christmas specials that we're watching today to get ourselves in the mood yeah uh, to, to, to lube up our christmas hearts <laughs> to get the blood pumping down in our christmas heart yeah and the other yeah. christmas parts on <laughs> all of your other Christmas parts. I like that rhyme. That song's got that song's got motion. Down in your Christmas heart and all your other Christmas parts. Yeah, we need to write a we need to write a <laughs> Saturday morning Tuesdays Carol. Um so we're watching we're watching specials. We're watching one from the uh the new Super Mario World show. We're watching one from uh And that He-Man is an old show. That is the night old. before <laughs> Cave Christmas. Yeah. That's the name of that Mario World special, by the way. The night before Cave Christmas. Please uh, don't watch it. No. <laughs> no. Uh we watched uh He Man and She-Ra's Christmas special.
1: Uh the timeless classic.
0: Definitely. <laughs> incredibly timeless. And then we watched uh Hey Arnold, Arnold's Christmas. We're... A
1: Timeless or Classic.
0: Yeah, mu- much more timeless or much more classic. Uh Spoilers. We're, we're oh no. We're two for two on on uh Saturday morning holiday episodes and Hey Arnold. Uh we are sp- spoiler alert. They made really good holiday episodes. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think we wanted to get started on the Super Mario World show. Yeah, yeah? Uh,
1: really quick. I just want to. So with Halloween, we all had a very specific selection process.
0: True. Yeah. For
1: those episodes. Uh, did we have that this time around, fellas?
0: Kind of. We certainly tried. Some of us uh, phoned it in further than others. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's bringing that discussion thread shade right onto the actual podcast. Uh, we like to have fun here. <clears throat> we also uh, like we, to we be... jest. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, we pretty much looked up the cartoons that had Christmas specials and picked the ones we thought would be either really good or really bad and did our best to wheedle it down from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely that... I, I would say a Christmas special really brings out either the absolute best... We're the deepest, the most deepest, horrible worst, worst
0: <laughs> in a show. Yeah, I think that's really accurate. The bottom, the bottom feeders of the of the cartoon world. hmm And we're, kind of, uh, Yeah,
1: <clears throat> we'll we'll get we'll get right into that tasty paste. <laughs> tasty get right paste. deep in the figgy pudding here of of Christmas. Yeah, of, now pull of up. The, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, pull out your figgy puddings, uh, d- dig right on in, and, and, you know, tuck in, listen to us talk about about him, praising him. Jesus. Jeepers Creepers? <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Our boy Jangus Krangus. <laughs> Danny Jangus, <Genghis>. John Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> when Donald Christmas was born. <laughs> on Christmas Day, 1991.
1: When his mom, Francis Christmas, couldn't <laughs> couldn't show up at the at the mini mart and get a she, she was too full
0: of boy, yeah, she rattled one, she, she rattled she one was free, full of boy, shook full of him She shook Donald. him out like a blanket, <laughs> no, like like a beach towel. <laughs> and then right, the I'm gonna, angels
1: made Don Christmas that's how a real person.
0: The miracle of birth works.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just,
0: Well, anyway, so we're all here for Donald Christmas, and uh, and I think we're gonna talk about Super Mario. Let's do it. Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario World. Super Mario World. It's a black rocky past. It's
2: Super Mario World. You gotta move fast.
0: All right. Coming into Super Mario. The uh, the night before Cave Christmas, have any of you guys watched the show before?
1: So, here's a, I I I kind of fell into a hole researching this show. <laughs> oh yeah! Because All right, let's hear I, it. Let's I had to we... know what happened here. <laughs> I had to know what went wrong. <laughs> I had to know what went wrong because so I've definitely seen a few episodes of the existing Super Mario Brothers show animated mm-hmm. shows. I've uh-huh. certainly watched more than I wanted to of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. Um, which had live-action Mario and Luigi, uh, it was quite a time. <laughs> um, you know, so I would I would tell the listener to sort of put yourself back into the world of the late 80s and the early 90s when Mario was king on the NES, um, and they created... And the bar
0: was just significantly lower. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. There was, and, there and was no Breaking bad. There was nobody to impress. Yeah, the established... The Wirehead won't come out for years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Omar was... Was Omar in this show? No, yeah. wait. I think he was. Neither so, you
0: Oogtar. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll talk about Oogtar later. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so, Super Mario World is the third show it's that like they season made. season
1: three, kind of.
0: Kind of. It's like they a spiritual a...
1: season three.
0: There was a first show, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, based on the first two games. Then they made a right. season of a show based on the Super Mario Brothers Three. Right, now literally is... called
1: like Super Mario Brothers Three or the Adventures yeah. of Super Mario Brothers Three, <laughs> uh, which just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and uh, so
0: this is the third one based on Super Mario World.
1: Yeah, so it was 1991. Super Mario World would not come out in the U.S. for a little while, for another six months or something. Uh, at least when they were making this show. Super Mario World for the SNES had not yet come out. So the demands were still to, you know, merchandise the shit out of this game (laughs) and create a show. Basically, you know, they crib almost all of the sound effects straight from the game in a very weird sort of effect. Uh, And then grabbing a bunch of locations and, and general rough core concepts of what you'll do in Super Mario world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, sort of teaching you the kind of power ups you'll eventually get.
0: Yeah. It does have kind of that Pokemon feel where they're kind of doing, they're doing the things that exist in the game.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, I mean, but he like, not... he like jumps into blocks and gets power ups in the show and you're like, yeah, yeah. Kids yeah, in highly this is what specific you'll do when you ways. You buy the game.
1: Right, but the other problem that I read was that they did not have a lot of the names correct. (laughs) Uh, Like, he was called Bowser in the game, but in this, he's still King Koopa. Right, yeah. Um, And so a lot of other aspects like that, which means that uh, the theory right now is that the the creators of the show could only work off of the Japanese version of the game, so they were kind of doing rough translations for the show. So, Mm. you know, it's, it's just kind of hilarious that they get... Like they're doing such like slavish accuracy to the game to the point that it makes a kind of a shitty ass show. Uh, yeah, but they don't even have all the details
0: right. No, so you can tell it's a recipe for success.
1: Yeah, and it's I- a new it's a new animation studio that from the other two seasons.
0: And I was going to mention this um, in the in the actual uh, you know beat by beat, but it makes sense now, I guess, to bring it up. The thing that I found most odd about the Super Mario uh, World cartoon was how hard they lean on the the actual like games sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When Mario jumps, they play the little bloop, and it's mostly inappropriate.
2: Yeah, it sounds really out of place.
0: A Especially when Mario effect. just like talks like a dude, you know, <laughs> he's yeah. just got a regular American voice, and then they're adding in video game sound effects. It is really kind of uncanny valley with that shit.
2: Yeah. So, the other thing
1: they leaned hard into. Sorry, Andy, I'll get oh, to in just right. a second, but they leaned <laughs> so hard into this Dino World, uh, Dino Land, prehistoric mm-hmm. Yoshi world. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so fucking weird. Uh, this show yeah. was. Of the three seasons, the most short-lived and the most hated universally. Yeah. By fans. Well, and that
0: that kind of breaches into what the show is, right? Where because as hard leaning as they are into the the video game world and the characters and everything, then there's a surf a surf sub rude dude cave boy named Oogtar, <laughs> and I did not understand this this like inclusion at all. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Presumably, it's because they didn't want Toad anymore, who was in the first two shows. And, uh, like, I'm pretty sure it's even the same voice actor. Yeah,
1: it's the same voice actor as Toad plays Uktar.
0: So they were just so like, they just eh, eh, shake, shake out. it up.
1: So, yeah. so they're Ubtor's, like,
0: Uktar's little boy tunic rides very high.
1: <laughs> it's upsetting to say <laughs> that. <ladies. laughs> you
0: see quite a lot of ham hock on that child. <laughs> oh, yeah. God.
1: Yeah. So, you know, inexplicably... I guess I guess Mario and Luigi and Yoshi and Princess Peach Toadstool uh, are all on vacation, just sort of hanging out in Dino Land. of course, there are I guess there are references throughout this season of time travel like, oh, well, we can't do television because it hasn't been invented yet. (laughs) But they they haven't traveled back in time. They're kind of just in another (laughs)
0: place. It's they've just gone to a third world country
1: yeah that's, yeah, playfully yeah setting. yeah, upsetting. Yeah, very um, upsetting. <laughs> yeah, and they're surrounded by, you know, broken English cavemen who all kind of look like William H. Macy. I'll um, <laughs> just have like big mustaches for some reason. It's a weird design choice.
0: So I guess what but we're trying to say is that the show is kind of a cobbled together mess of a lot of dumb ideas and weird that ideas. animation. And a, a thorough misunderstanding of the game itself. But I do yeah. want to point out one thing before we jump in. The last thing is I, I remember reading, not recently, but I at some point I remember reading an article from one of the guys who worked at Deke, the you know the production company that put all these like old crappy shows together. Yeah. And they were basically just like, no, working with Nintendo is great because their games don't really have much of a story. So we just got to make up a whole bunch of stuff. And Nintendo <laughs> didn't really care too much. Right. Sega was terrible because they had they had ideas of what their story should be. But you know, we got to be really creative when we made all of the Nintendo ones. And look huh. how bad the Nintendo content is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Like, alright, should like we get into the synopsis? You can't leave them on their own. Yeah, let's do it. Alright. Yeah. So basically in this one, uh Mario just invents religion. <laughs> 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 Uhtar and the K people are arguing all the time, and Mario wants just teaches them about christmas to get them to do what he wants yeah yeah to make everyone yeah, get along mario leads them to, to believe that uh, uh he teaches them about a uh a holiday festivity called cave christmas which is <laughs> summer christmas <laughs> The holiday he is just making up yeah. yeah he's just making he's just inventing religion to, to, to sort of trick these <laughs> poor cave people into doing his bidding which
2: you know
1: is is a almost a meta commentary yeah yeah where you just see a bunch of cave people being you know mad at each other without consequence and like <laughs> hey you know what these people can be lied to
0: i mean they they basically they meanwhile basically have specific dialogue where luigi's like bro it's august and he's like they're cave people they're not gonna they don't know. they won't they don't know any better they're done <laughs> this is oogtar we're talking about i just saw him try to eat a rock this is gonna work you will be fine <laughs> uh yeah so meanwhile koopa is up to his old tricks to try to ruin the day and steal the presents so we've got a little bit of a grinch thing going on at the same time yeah and it's odd because king koopa wants all the presents for like his own kids but we yeah he's gonna have his own christmas he's gonna have his own better christmas he bought into this religion hook line and sinker
1: he also uh brings up he says uh about Mario, what's that pipe squeezer up to?
0: Ooh, that's a, is, that, that could be up there for for sick burn of the week. <laughs> pipe the squeezer week. is pretty if good. If somebody there. called
1: me a pipe squeezer, I would punch them in the face.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't I know let, what that means, but there was another another really good. uh eh, It's kind of a burn. It was more like just a weird joke that Luigi made, where Mario is dressed up as Santa and he's like, "What do you think?" And Luigi's like, hey, "Don't try wearing that in Brooklyn." Yeah, and oh yeah that's right i don't that? know what that means what does that oh, you're mean just body I that shaming him real quick
1: i guess <laughs> if, it's weird yeah, if that's where all the brooklyn hipsters were at the time <laughs> like the santa look would be really in
0: but no there's no brooklyn hipsters this is the 1990s like brooklyn's still yeah. cool
1: <laughs> yeah don't 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 tell that to people in brooklyn <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> i wanted i wanted to talk a little bit about the uh the dialogue choices for ugtar uh, who, yeah who basically sort of oscillates between uh you know, broken caveman english and uh broken surfer english
2: <laughs> and yeah. it, it actually yeah.
0: i i mean i i kind of loved it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's kind of the Poochie of the episode isn't he is he?
0: an absolute Poochie. he's on uh, that's exactly what he is. Well, and he always refers to himself in the third person, you know? He's so always he's talking like, about Uktar. Uktar, steal the presents. Like, Dino bummer, dude.
1: Yeah, just imagine <laughs> that, but ten times more completely unbearable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, it's, it's impossible for me to do a voice and not have it be delightful, so I'm a bad one oh, to try and do that. Oh, okay, well. Yeah,
1: no, Uktar is just <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> and I, I get the feeling he's in every episode of this God of hovel show. Yeah, he 100% it, is, I'm pretty sure. It, it suggests a horrible fate and a existence that is nothing but pain and torture. And yeah, and I don't and I, like Ugtar.
0: Well, um, I do kind of imagine it's something very similar to the genesis of Poochie where some executive <laughs> was like, you know what people like surfing in cavemen and figure something out guess a rude dude to compete with that. You know what I mean? Like doesn't he just feel like a mishmash of traits that the studio thought that they wanted in a character? Yeah, yes. they were
1: like, "You know what? Toad is just so dumb." <laughs> yeah. And they but they didn't want to fire the actors, so they just kind
0: <laughs> of like Yep. Ugtar is comic relief built by committee. Yeah.
1: yeah. 100%. And he's uga boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh So Okay, so the, the actual... Okay, so we're not going to talk about the plot of this episode very much because very little happens.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Koopa Christmas.
0: Koopa shows up. He steals the presents, but he accidentally steals Ugtar too because Ugtar <laughs> was trying to steal the presents. And then Ugtar's in trouble. Mario and friends go save Ugtar. Christmas is saved. I just yeah, p- saved part you 15 of, minutes. Part um, of what's kind of tricky about this show, like, why is Ugtar on the good guy team and Koopa's a... Like, I don't... They do this. They have the same motivations and the same like yep. uh, strength of character. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are both villains, but somehow Ugtar uktar gets a pass, while King he, Koopa has to go live in his neon castle. <laughs> <laughs> he does live in neon castle. That is. Uh, I, I I remember because they they're like, oh, I guess we're gonna go to neon castle, and I had several moments in a row where I was like. Neon Castle. I don't remember that from a game. Why would they call it Neon Castle? And then they showed it, and it's just a building with a Neon Koopa sign on the top. <laughs> yeah. It's not even really that much of a castle.
1: Yeah, that's, that's no, got to be from Trump a weird Tower. translation. It's, <sighs> just, yeah. Also, they play the music that happens like when you're on the mini map in Super Mario World, when you're like standing outside of a big mm-hmm. Bowser castle, and they play like burner, burner. Yeah.
0: There's no there's no correlation between the sound effects and the music choices and what's going on on screen. Yeah, that that's a that's a thing that definitely distracted me a lot. Like King Koop is hiding in a stump or something, and then he opens the top of the stump and it maybe made the noise where you like spin around with your cape or something like the brrr, and like yeah. why, why would you use that noise Why would you I use that there I don't it was know. very and- very confused It took me out of it, guys. It took me out of it. Uh, what i wrote down for my sick burn of the week was when when uh when king koopa has captured ughtar what he tells what he lets ughtar know is that ughtar spelled backwards is rat goo <laughs> let's that i think wins the sick burn of this episode for sure i don't know I think, pipe I think pipe <laughs> pretty close. i, I totally missed that oh pipe squeezer i think i think there's better burns uh later but i like pipe squeezer for now
1: um so so yeah so uktar gets kidnapped and then mario and yoshi have to go save him and then they have a musical montage when they break into the castle Mm -hmm. set to royalty-free jingle bell rock
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they're like jumping into blocks and hopping on other blocks and those weird quarterback enemies from Mario World show up. It's just like it it feels like they animated like an E3 preview of Mario World.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. I I want to I hope I want to see if Kyle can get us a little snippet of this royalty-free jingle bell rock Mario <laughs> song because it is it is buck wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is playing during this like weird nightmare montage of just every branded enemy they could squeeze into the show. Yeah, hopping on every the character from every Super Mario game runs also, around chasing Mario for 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, it's it's nuts. <laughs> um especially when you don't think a musical number is going to happen and then it does.
0: It's yeah. a it's a rough transition. Yeah, it's it's quite odd. Yeah. And uh one thing I'm not, so not to not to show the show the audience how much all our sausage is made, but
2: uh,
0: <laughs> but i've I've got the video playing uh, in you know silently, uh, on my monitor while we talk about it. And yeah. I turned on the closed captioning. It is having a real it is having a trouble of a time figuring out what Ugtar says. <laughs> it's just abject nonsense. So if you want to watch long at home, that's mouth. a
1: fun suggestion for you.
0: <laughs> but of course that's true whether the sound on too, but I think it's funny how, how hard the the robot is working to make sense of this lunacy. What is yeah. an oogtar? Yes.
1: Yeah, what so is an Ugtar? I don't know. Uh, so then Mario like gets a gets a feather. And he does some really poor animation to sort of grab Ugtar. Yeah, things are really unclear, like things poof and disappear, but nothing disappears. And then
0: it's and then they're safe.
1: Yeah. And then they're safe. Uh,
0: And and that's actually my favorite moment, because Mario gets really pissed at Ugtar for like trying to steal the presents. And it struck me as odd because Mario's just being mad at Ugtar for disrespecting a fake holiday he made up today. Yeah, (laughs) to trick ugtar to trick ugtar into being nice and he's like why isn't my trick working it's your fault ugtar because you're such a dick (laughs) mario is kind of a tyrant
2: yeah
1: yeah Yeah, it's it's our this is the this is the sort of like microcosm of (laughs) organized religion in society (laughs) you know
0: yeah Sure, this buddy. Is it.
1: This is this is what's going on. All right. This is what the creators intended.
0: This is, this is a pretty appropriate commentary on uh on religious intolerance. This
1: is what Mr. Shigeru Miyamoto is going to his grave trying to tell this story, trying to get the word out to the sheeple. Thank you, Mr. Miyamoto. Message received.
2: <laughs> well,
0: so, you know, if we're going to blame anybody for this episode, uh, I would like to specifically blame uh, the director whose name is John Gruzed or Gruzed oh, or whatever. Oh, just lit him up on online. I'm, I'm going to blame him. Shit. And you want to know why? Doxed him. Because he also, blast. he also <laughs> directed that first episode of the Sonic show we watched, Heads or Tails, with all that like Cotterpin nonsense and the oh Sonic Seeking Missiles. He directed Oof. that pilot, too. No way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. hundred percent. The small world, huh? And the writer on this episode also wrote for the Sailor Moon adaptation that we're watching currently. What? Yeah, it's a <laughs> small goddamn this? world. It's a small wow. world, and we've, we, it, it, You shake a stick, and you can find a lot of people to blame.
1: Yeah, no kidding's. Um. So here's the other thing. Uh, this episode ends with what might be the worst ending I've ever seen ever <laughs> in anything ever made. Um, it just. You know, he comes back and they sneak. He gets gifts to everybody. Uh Uktar sneaks a gift to Mario. And then Mario... Something happens? I don't even remember. I was so mad. <laughs> You're so no... mad.
0: You started a conversation you can't finish.
1: Yeah. No, there was no real... <laughs> My point was that there was no real resolution.
0: No, there's no resolution. Here's, here's what happens right at the very end. He does bring Mario a present, quote from Santa, because he sees Mario didn't get one, because Mario was being Santa, and Mario is he wakes up and he's like, "Aha, Ugtar," and then he looks at the camera and says, "Wouldn't it be nice if every day were Cave Christmas?" And he winks, and we fade to black.
1: Yeah, yeah. We don't even get like a check in on the ultimate goal of like all the cave people being nicer.
0: Yeah, no, right? they're still being shits outside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently. I mean, there's just it's not it, it, it's bad. It's so bad. It's just done and you just hate everything and you want to die.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: next show. Christmas. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Slam the slam the door on Super Mario. How do we want to rate these?
1: Yeah, I think it should be naughty a or, nice, or A jingle right? or a bell.
0: It's gonna say naughty or nice, but naughty or nice,
1: jingle or bell is pretty fucking obtuse, (laughs) and I'm kind of here for it.
0: I think we can call it a bell. (laughs) I think we all know what that means. A nice jingle or a naughty bell. (laughs) It's a yeah. I give it a naughty bell. This was this was yeah. Three bells up. (laughs) Three three naughty bells ringing, (laughs) sounding the alarm. God, that just sounds like weird Beauty and the Beast porn drawings. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> three we know what bells. Andy's doing tonight. Uh, if you want to find more of my work, you can Google <laughs> three naughty bells from three Beauty naughty and the Beast. Bells. Uh, I'm on DeviantArt as whoever the artist is Dirt on those sack.
1: drawings. I don't remember. There goes the baker giving head like. <laughs> <all day. laughs>
0: oh, we're, we're quickly falling off some sort of cliff we can't climb up back from. Yes. Nice. Uh, Let's talk about another show.
1: Let's talk about... Actually, uh, let's... I think we're going to need a break for our sponsors real quick.
0: All oh, right, The people who pay our bills.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh. Well, I was hoping actually to hear from you, Rory, because, uh, you know... Oh, yeah? You know what's... We got a whole lot of sponsors coming down the Christmas chimney uh, this year. <laughs> Roll <it>, rolling <laughs> this them down. Year, uh, and... Uh, you know the the thing that the telegram that just came across my desk in time for Christmas. Uh,
0: the tele- is it a telegram or is it a chimneygram?
1: It's a chimneygram, <laughs> uh, and it's it wanted. Uh, it said it says Rory will know about this. Wink wink. Uh, so Rory, can you tell us about Hammer Christmas? Hammer
0: Christmas is uh, the Home Depot. The Home Depot. Uh, Christmas extravaganza, where uh, all of the dads, all of the dads, come out uh, <laughs> from their holes, <laughs> from from, their, from
1: wherever they hide, from,
0: <laughs> from the caves round. with which they've been banished to, <laughs> and uh, slowly make their way like uh, like salmon coming home to uh, <laughs> to spawn. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to the Home Depot, and every good dad gets a hammer.
1: And they and don't advertise this, right? They just, no, the dads no. just instinctually know. The dads <laughs> doesn't know
0: when it's time. <laughs> and the good dads get a hammer, and and the naughty dads get a screwdriver. Ah! <laughs> oh.
1: Do they get to choose flat or Phillips? Or
0: <laughs> no, the bad dads don't get to choose. <laughs> no, they just get whatever old screwdrivers laying around. The, that sounds uh, fascinating.
1: Yeah, I can't are there, wait.
0: Are there like documentaries <laughs> about this? No, it's it. You can't bring a camera in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess that uh, makes sense.
1: Dad's only.
0: Your dad's only. <laughs> uh, I I have only one final question. Does yes. hammer Hammer Christmas coincide with Jesus Christmas? No, Hammer Christmas happens in June. <laughs> That's good to know.
1: Oh, man. I guess we, yeah, we're, we got to start talking about it early,
2: huh? <laughs> we,
0: we really screwed the pooch on this ad.
2: We're in it way too
0: late. The, the dads have already spawned and died. They've gotten their hammer.
1: Well, this means it'll give, ascent- you know, if you want
0: to
2: you wanna become to a father, you when want to become to a father place. in time
1: for june uh start, start getting that in process in progress
2: yeah <laughs>
1: they're getting those babies get in, your affairs in, ocean. in order yeah and then maybe next june
0: if you've know. been a good dad <laughs> you've been a very good dad you get a hammer at home depot it's and a, they have to give it to you hammer christmas you just, miracle even if the even if they try to gaslight you and tell you there's no hammer christmas this year <laughs> insist insist that you've been a good dad and that you're not leaving without your hammer
1: so home depot employees will try to tell you that it doesn't exist and
0: right it's part of the ritual get out of the store it, you know it's like it's like how you know you know uh, they will deny you 3 times before you get your hammer <laughs> <laughs>
1: You hear that, dads? <laughs> get on, get on in it.
0: Go get you. Go get a hammer, Christmas boys.
1: Okay, good. Thanks, Rory.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
2: And the masters of the universe. I am Adam. Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, "By the
0: power of Grayskull!" All right, our next Christmas trinket, little little nugget of joy is uh, is the He-Man show. Is Heeman and Shira the Christmas special? <laughs> you know,
1: here's the thing though. They pronounce Shira, Shira, it's Shira, but they say He Man. So it really should be Heeman
0: if they're following the same sort of convention. <laughs> the naming convention, yeah. The same emphasis
1: convention.
0: Hello, my so. name is Joseph Heeman.
1: Heeman? <laughs> I become Heeman. <laughs> I become uh, He-man, like, fully Joseph engorged. He-man it- with- even now scorch the- with power <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh this episode came out uh on christmas day 1985
1: that's right in the middle of
0: it and, all huh. yeah right in the mids and uh uh this this episode this this 45 minute thing that we decided to, to watch i was so mad if you guys knew this was 45 minutes and and <laughs> never mentioned it to me before i sat down to watch this thing and i was just like Look, there's you, no way <laughs> you can hang me later you know <laughs> Uh, cause I did know, but I wanted it anyway. Um, (laughs) so He-Man and She-Ra joined together to stop Horde Prime from ruining Christmas for some random earth children that got stranded on Eternia. Uh, that's what happens. There's a lot more and we, we almost, but not quite get the word of Christ. (laughs) Very close. We're very close to proselytizing. Um, yeah, but this is a 45 minute He-Man special and apparently they would air it yearly. Uh, there are people who love this and I would like to meet them. A <laughs> uh, thing about He-Man, Look. the He-Man shows, uh, that I noticed right away was that every single character must be named and their name must be spoken. Mm.
2: Yeah, Did you guys pretty, like, there's yeah. so
0: many named characters and there's so, and it's so obvious when they have to reach for it. Yeah, like, oh, that's a monster beast.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, And they're not good names. The world building no. is not good.
0: The, um, the three no. that we get right away are Butterina, Perfuma and Blue, the fairy princesses. <laughs> I,
1: so this is a uh, this is an all American made cartoon.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I will definitely say that we know how to make things merchandisable. Mm-hmm. we we at that point in 1985 they had cracked that nut <laughs> you know they knew how to make ships action figures all of that mess and uh, boy do they do they just live in it
0: yeah they had so many toys for He-Man and She-Ra and I had some hand-me-down because my brother's a lot older than I am mm-hmm. and you know I remember fucking around with a little Hordak figure and uh, a Manny faces who doesn't make an appearance in this uh, in this special. Manny.
1: Did you have that funky funky voiced Spike man who'd go? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude,
2: no. speaking
0: of the weird voice voice, the weird vocal choices for some of the characters in this, the one that really struck me was the unicorn. Mm, oh my yes. god, Twifty. The unicorn is like a is like a grizzled old goat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this hey, withered Shira. old man. Hey, hey Shira, Bop on my
1: back. <laughs>
0: well, and So I, I'd watched some of He-Man and She-Ra before. I'm, no, I'm by no means like an aficionado, but I definitely watched some. And I completely forgot that Swift Wind spoke. And it <laughs> takes a while. Like, we see that, you, that Pegasus yeah, for jarring. a while before it even decides to speak. And it's just in a weird close-up moment. And it... <laughs> It scared been me. chewing gravel this whole time.
2: <laughs> it scared me. It
0: was like Carl from Aqua Teen showed up. Yeah. And it was like, hey, Shira. <laughs> hey. hey, Shira. I'm out of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Oh, All right. God. So to actually, to actually give a little bit of an idea of the, the major plot points of this special. Oh, do you have an idea about them? Because that would be a better... <laughs> Better than I walked away from this thing. Uh, most of this was kind of fever dreamy. There's it, one, of, one of the things that I wrote down about this after I would processed it a little bit was like the show was a, a, an endless procession of, oh, no, you don't. I have the upper hand moments. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Every time we'd get to, like, some sort of status quo, the other villain, Hordak, would show up. And then they'd be like, "Uh aha, but then Skeletor would show up. And then Horde Prime would show up. And then they'd capture someone. It was just like we we never sat in a moment for very long before there was another, like, oh, no. And it was really jarring for the most part. And it was hard to follow the action. Yeah. It was kind of interesting for me, having not watched much He-Man. Finding out Skeletor is not that high on the totem pole in the like evil villain you know hierarchy. Right. Yeah, he's a little he's a little bit like middle management. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. <laughs> and he acts-, acts accordingly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this came out near the end of He Man's prime. Uh, so like you know they did they did more world building stuff as it went along, sure. and I think they got bored with Skeletor and they had to introduce someone bigger. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why they invented Horde Prime. Well, and,
1: and not to mention the fact that they were combining two shows together. Yes. You know, and so they needed to, like, both bring in both characters and then have somebody else who's sort of above
0: but Were, of were all episodes of He-Man and She-Ra 45 minutes? No. Because it really It really felt like a 20-minute 20, 20 cartoon yeah. no, that they doubled. No, this was doubled. a big deal. This was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. This was like,
1: oh, shit, your two episodes, your two shows, you know, the shows that... That Trevor watches and the shows that, you know, like, it, you know, it's like the the you know, where they meant like, OK, the boys are going to watch He-Man and then the girls are going to watch She-Ra. And yep. then we're going to do this special and it's going to bring out all the kids in front of the TV because it's mm-hmm. all their favorite characters. They're all going to be together doing the Infinity War of Christmas specials,
0: <laughs> you know, with <laughs> Team Twin Cest
1: with They're... team twincest fighting, you know. Yeah, all dude, the no
0: kidding. I was going to mention that. Their <laughs> their conversations are so sexualized. They want each other's bones nestled deep within their other bones. They want to be one <laughs> one skeletal mess of two people. Just <laughs> interlocked like like uh I don't know what like a yeah. zipper. They want to be sure. zipped together. <laughs>
1: I well, think Yeah, I think we, we've picked up what you're putting down.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that I, I do think it, it. we have to give it a little credit because they did a really good job of giving He-Man and She-Ra pretty equal time.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you for know?
0: sure. Like for 1985, they didn't just boy it up and also She-Ra's here. Like, mm-hmm. they let them both do a lot of stuff. And She-Ra's villain, Hordak, was uh, just as present as Skeletor. Though in the yeah. end, we care about Skeletor because he finds the
1: meaning of Christmas. We will get to that <laughs> later.
0: Um, but you know, between uh, between uh, He-Man and She-Ra making eyes at each other, uh, eye fucking each other, <laughs> and like clutching that. each other very sensually <laughs> yeah. on the back, there of is a there's a look it's long <laughs> there's a pretty long take of He-Man writhing in bondage as well. That's true. Yeah, he's all wrapped up he's all wrapped up in in tentacles and robotic tentacles. Yeah. It's
1: it's the most just homoerotic squeezed, thing that's ever been made. Just getting his
0: hunk meat, you know, <laughs> pushed around.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> here
0: I've got a <laughs> I, I've got a theory. I think I think Let's hear Prince it. Adam and and Princess uh what's her name? Ador- Adora No, Whatever whatever the heck. Adora, yeah. Adora. I think, I think they're brother and sister but he-man and she-ra in name aren't. only <laughs> no but, no but when they transform he-man and she-ra are not and there brother
1: is a line sister. where she-ra ah. still says brother and she's in
0: she's in she-ra mode look i'm just trying to make this twincess thing work i'm okay. just trying to make <laughs> it okay no it's... <laughs> no i th- you just got to accept that they've they've crossed boundaries that they've they were born of the, the same flesh and they have once again become the same flesh <laughs> jesus <laughs> I hate you so much. We should never um, have done this podcast. I quit now. So
1: here, here's I'm a back. quick diversion. Here's a quick diversion from that horrible, horrible thought. Um, the writer of this episode... Uh, Got a big he's, old heart on the whole time. <laughs> yes, but he's none other than my good a old friend Chubb. My old friend Bob Forward. Yes. Who, Bob, Bob, f- Bob Forward also uh was the showrunner and writer for most episodes of the Legend of Zelda cartoon.
2: hmm So
1: oh, yeah. Mr. Excuse, of... excuse Me Princess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to point out we're now two for two on name checking these poor guys. These oh, poor coked-out no. writers we put on <laughs> <laughs> well and bob forward also uh wrote episodes for the terrible adventures of sonic the hedgehog show that we didn't watch oh wow uh but he but to be to be fair to him he wrote some a lot of episodes for beast wars too and we do shit. like beast wars
1: shit oh man so he, he grew. grew people <laughs> are complicated you guys yeah people beast are very wars.
0: complicated people
1: have layers <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Okay, Bob's so just moving
1: forward. Keep moving forward,
0: Bob. So so here's here's what's happening in this episode. Uh It's the twins birthday. And there's a big party that King Randor and Queen Marlena are throwing. Yes, I looked up their names. Thank you. Uh, and. Randor. Randor. This is your new stepfather. Randor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so is Queen Marlena from Earth? Is that how this works?
0: I yeah, she's a think human. So. Yes. okay. Uh. And so they're they're having a party, but and everyone in the universe that is named is cleaning the castle, I guess, just because they got conscripted into hard labor. Except for the
1: crossover episode, like, yeah, all of the ancillary characters of both shows
0: and re-explain feudalism. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Adam and Man at Arms are busy just making a rocket that's going to spy on Skeletor and they're just not at the party. They're not helping. They're just building a thing. And there's some mischief, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to spy on Skeletor. But then Orko, the mischievous wizard, uh, gets into it because he's a little scamp. Orko's up to his old
1: tricks again.
0: Yeah, and he he ends up turning the rocket on, and they don't realize someone's in there. And he flies off, and then there's this big chase scene in the sky because Skeletor and his minions see this giant rocket flying around, and they're like, ah, we got to shoot it out of the sky. It's like one of many action sequences in this whole space special that kind of don't justify themselves. They're just there because, you know, mom and dad are arguing in the other room and the kids need something to look at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the main, the main thing is that Orko ends up taking this shuttle out into space, transporting randomly to earth and saving two earthling children. Uh,
1: magic from an avalanche.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wiggles his, Wiggles his fingers at him. Yeah, yeah. If, if you find that hard to follow, so did we.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> completely lost. Uh, they were out looking for a Christmas tree by themselves. Uh, you Real know, A-plus parenting. Are, yeah, parents, I guess, were at home and just had no idea where they were. <laughs> uh, you know, that'll come back around later. <laughs> but, yeah, so Orco kind of, like, takes these children under his wing, and uh, they hang out inside of his spaceship where they explain to him the meaning of
0: Christmas. It is, it is beautiful. Actually. I love this whole sequence and beautiful. You know, what's kind of funny though, uh, when they keep saying like, okay, here's what Christmas is. And then they, there's a cutaway. And I think, okay, good. We don't really need the whole, like we, we as the people who are watching Christmas special know what Christmas is, Uh, but then they'll, they'll do some scene with He-Man and She-Ra and then cut back to them and they just start explaining it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and they they cut back 3 or 4 times to this yeah. conversation. But the yeah. best part is that the part there is one where they cut away and they come back and they and we've missed stuff and that's the Jesus stuff because they felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. putting
2: Jesus in the Yeah, email. they don't mention Jay City. But we do know
1: that a little <laughs> blue cartoon wizard was just taught about Jesus.
2: Yes. <laughs> and because I love it,
1: knowing that.
0: Yeah, we come back and they're like, and the wise men followed the whatever, and it's great. And then also Santa Claus, and then they move on and talk about Santa Claus. And then we cut away, and then they come back, and it's like, okay, but it's actually about presents. Okay, now you need to know about jingle bells. Oh, and
1: did you say jingle
0: spell? Jingle spell. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for jingle spell.
1: I am here for attorney like, general plural.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and and <laughs> him being this like like obsessed with,
1: did you <laughs> say magic? I, I do
0: that. I'm the wizard. Oh, Orko is, is the worst else, character
1: like, existentially terrified that like somebody with powerful magics is also has, you know, is functionally like a five-year-old child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally random fun fact about orco that I learned while I was, you know, doing anything other than trying to watch this episode. Uh, They named him Orko, but they originally were going to name him Gorpo and have a G on his chest. Uh, (laughs) But they didn't want to do that because they like uh, not spending money. And so they they reuse the same animations and they just flip them horizontally and use them when he's facing the other direction. And you Uh can't you can't horizontally flip a G. And so they were like, no, we got to use an O. We got to use an O. So it's the same both ways. We're going to name him Orko.
1: Yeah, that (laughs) Hanna-Barbera animation team was all about corner cutting at every possible, every possible opportunity.
0: Though Um, some of their, some of their, uh, their, their hackery is sort of ingenious. I would never have thought of like, well, we have to change his name so that we can flip it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's, but, yeah. what's clear about that conversation is that way. the important part was that he had his initial on his shirt. Like, that was what they <laughs> wouldn't sacrifice. <laughs> well, he's I mean, yeah. obviously yeah. got to have an initial, so we just need to change the name now. It's super weird. Anyway,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Orko's terrible. He learns about Jesus, and then they teleport him home, but he takes the kids with him because they're hella lost.
1: And here's the thing that didn't make sense.
0: Yes. Okay? Yes. For one, yes.
1: there's the... They're like, man, we, we need to make sure Orgo steps into the light because <laughs> that's the exact place he needs to be to be teleported home.
0: Yeah, there's a and shimmering then we light. we go
1: back, shimmering light, Orgo's there. Oh, what did I think? Oh, I got to step into the light. Come on, kids, let's walk to this exact spot and then step into the light. And then what happens is they're in that spot and then the entire giant spaceship around them and a Christmas tree that's just kind of hanging out next to it <laughs> all get teleported back.
0: It's clearly so, not important they stand clearly there. Clearly
1: not important to be in the light.
0: <laughs> uh, I laughed a lot. I laughed yeah. a lot about that. That was my only genuine laugh while watching this special. Was that? Oh, I one. had a
1: lot of those later, but oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Yeah, when Skeletor has to become a dad, it's <laughs> it pretty it is pretty entertained.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yes, uh, it's. I I think we need to just really quickly just rattle off the stuff about the middle yeah. two thirds yeah, of this this show, there's right? Some
1: transforming stuff monstroid. happens. It's
2: just
0: like a lot of adventuring. The guys are looking for the ghost, and the ghost is with the babies. Uh, <laughs> ghost. <laughs> there's the big. Orko the, is the ghost. But <laughs> uh, Orco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then there's big monsters. Like there's the a beast Man-sheans. monster. Yeah, that we, we <laughs> the meet Man-sheans the machines who are like who, little machines that are shitty, like Smurfs.
1: There's a love and caring song that's like Christmas buzzwords. That's basically just kind of like sharing joy, <laughs> friendship, Christmas, Christmas joy, friendship sharing. <laughs>
0: but it's, that guy, that guy that plays uh, the harp for them, is we named get, Bo. We get more scenes of uh, He-Man and She-Ra. Uh, locking eyes and licking their lips. And just... <laughs> no, I was yeah. going to, I was going to say though, that that song was written or was being played by this character named Bo, who's like this weird swarthy <laughs> pirate Archer, Tom Selleck character. Right. And I no kind of wanted more from him all the time, mm-hmm. but we didn't yeah, want a little get more it. Bo also um, fun
1: fact. The music was composed by our old friend Shucky Levy and Haim Saban from Kid video.
0: <laughs> nice. Love that. Yep. Ah. Uh, it's Let's all see, connected, you guys. It's all yeah. connected. Oh, the
1: man. So the man sheens. Uh, boy, did their character designers just kind of take a day off? They gave up. Yeah, the man sheens are terrible. <laughs> They're they suck. Um. Also, there's one called so there's one called Cutter and one called Zipper.
0: <laughs> there's also a a, a man sheen puppy. Yeah. Named Relay. Yeah. He plays Uh, very big later in the episode.
1: Also, I think Zipper is kind of doing like a Bill Cosby voice.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So it's all crazy. It's all bonkers. Everything is just it's just one thing after another. The only important thing that happens in the middle is that we learn about Horde Prime, who is really upset about the prospect of Christmas coming to Eternia because it's good and he's bad and bad is bad. And so he is the one who asks Skeletor and Hordak to steal these children and yeah, stop Christmas.
1: Because when, when the kids get teleported,
2: them away. when the
1: kids get teleported back into Eternia, for some reason it like sets off a some kind of like flag goodness prophecy. alarm. Some sort of goodness alarm <laughs> that, you know, only I don't I don't understand.
0: But only sweet only sweet baby children can can be too good right yeah so That's, that means it,
1: immediately that they've got to they've got to put a put a nix on that they got to go scoop up those little babies they got to scoop up little <laughs> you tiny, take those
0: babies t- out of here <laughs> which also begs the question yeah so then he man and Shira aren't very good they're bad yeah they're right naughty it's okay that they're on Eternia, <laughs> but these little kids show up with christmas and it tips the scales yeah it's, it's, it's too really many good vibes right because jamie those... and
1: cersei lannister are you know too <laughs> wicked for <laughs> oh
0: People no have been wrestling in the snow <laughs>
2: <laughs> um
0: so we come out of it and you know we've passed off the kids several times to various you know a parade of bad guys from both shows but skeletor ends up with the kids and then is the best part of the episode which we yes. all love. It's where 100%. Skeletor gets super kawaii. Skeletor is 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 <laughs> tasked with being foster father. He's been given he's been given custody of these two kids. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: and he starts developing emotions and to see the both the voice of Skeletor and the look of Skeletor Like, when he is put in the situation that he is in, it it is incredibly hilarious all the time. It's It's so good. It's beautiful. It's so good. When you have a puppy licking his face and he goes,
2: "Ah, ah,
1: ah." (laughs) He's going to leave a puppy stranded in the snow to
0: die. And these, these kids are trying to do their old song and dance about Christmas that worked so well on Orco And they're like, right. yeah, Christmas is, is about everyone having fun. And he's like, you mean they get in fights? And he's like, no, they have fun. <laughs> fights are fun. I like fights. I like <laughs> fights. <laughs> <laughs> and then they give each other presents. And when they open, they explode. N- no, Skeletor. N- no. <laughs> Fuck off, Skeletor. We, which Plus, we they sort, sort of... of
1: yeah. Like well, it, shower Skeletor it, it, with compliments. <laughs> I,
0: I love, I love when a villain is like, like just he doesn't even understand. He's sort of like lives in this bizarro world where the th- he just is trying to have a good time and he thinks fighting is fun. Yeah, and he thinks exploding is cool. Like he's just, he's just a confused old man <laughs> who just doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> he's forgotten somewhere along the way. Yeah. And it takes a a robot puppy licking his face for him to finally, you know, have his heart melt. Uh, Yeah. Because he's, in the end, the actual hero of the Christmas special is Skeletor. He's the the character who experiences change and growth, yeah. Yeah. He shoots
1: a zap at the big bad guy ship, and it, like, somehow travels up the crane arm and blows the entire thing up from the inside. Yeah, guns work weird uh, in Eternia. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then uh He-Man tells Skeletor that it must be the Christmas spirit.
0: And then He-Man and She-Ra chuck Horde Prime's ship all the way into space.
1: <laughs> yes, they, <grab> it. <laughs> they just sort of give it a good a good throw. A Christmas shove. A Christmas shove, and it just like it it gets a real tight spiral and it just goes and goes where nobody knows
0: oh oh it's a it's i can understand i'm gonna i'm gonna level with you guys i can fully understand how a kid would be pretty into this special
1: i can also see how an adult would be into this special (laughs) provided that they grew up on these two things yeah um that they were invested in these properties and you know gave a shit about seeing all those weird characters and all the you know sort of warts and all world building of 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 He Man. Um, I can see that they would still get a real kick out of this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: Skeletor's like almost self aware. Yeah. You know, he rides that line between kinda like with dinosaurs, but even more so. He does get called a bonehead at one point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like so he gets little, called
2: bone face too.
1: Also boneface, Yeah. They really they really keep hitting that nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he's like almost self aware enough that he's kind of ironically funny. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that's kind of the perfect place to be. Yeah. Like they're 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 Yeah. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful end to a uh a very uneven episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, the final minutes of this episode, we send the kids home uh, whose parents are like, oh, where you been? Ah, eh, You can tell us tomorrow. It's Christmas Eve. I don't know. We yeah. weren't that worried. We weren't that worried. <laughs> and then. Uh, well, yeah, they were bad parents. That's why that's why the state <laughs> took them away and gave them to the f- their foster dad, Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Skeletor ever thinks back and he's like, I miss those children.
1: I bet. L- I wonder if I'm
0: ever Sad gonna find times. someone.
1: Yeah, he missed like <laughs> tiny John Ritter and his creepy wall-eyed child or uh sister.
0: Yeah. Um and then and then there's a tiny little outro that happens with he man.
1: Sailor says moment.
0: Yeah, and and you know, he gives that little like, well, not everyone's Christian, but the Christmas season is within all of us and Orcas just like I want presents. And then they laugh, and He-Man stares at the camera, like as if to say, "I'm sorry for this special. I'm sorry you had to see this." And then we <laughs> fade out. Yeah. Uh, but it was, I I don't know. I mean, if okay, so we, we what were the choices? Nice nice jingle and naughty bell. Mm-hmm. I, think I feel like somewhere a
1: jingle. I feel like well, I, He-Man I,
0: and She-Ra were certainly a couple naughty bells. <laughs> I think I think I'm somewhere in the middle on this one. So between nice jingle and naughty bell, I got to call it a naughty jangle. OK. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I had a pretty <laughs> I wasn't loving it until until it was Skeletor and the kids. That mm-hmm. part I really, truly enjoyed. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I just have a lingering question that I'm still kind of trying to puzzle out here. OK, uh, that I'm sure this this has been discussed before at length. But, you know, the transformation between Adam and He-Man yeah, like Adam is already just as about chock a block full of muscles <laughs> as you could make
0: a person. But no, he talks kind of like a nerd. Right, he, he talks he's got like kind of that weird voice.
1: And then he loses, he loses clothing, mm-hmm. and you know gets a gets a deep voice and and a sword and a sword. But I just—I'm still trying to sort of puzzle out the the real transformation that's <laughs> happening here.
0: Well, and Shira mm-hmm. doesn't barely transform at all. No, she just gets a different outfit, kind of. Yeah,
1: I think she sounds a little different too. Yeah, a little. Everybody's like a little more chipper.
0: Yeah, there's some there's some illusion that perhaps they if they're not stronger they're more durable in this form. They can kind of mm-hmm. punch through walls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I it's just, their magical girl forms. They've, they're Sailor Scout forms. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was just. It would take another decade to really get them, get him down, Pat.
0: <laughs> All I know is their kids are gonna be just riddled with sickle cells. <laughs> <they're> have... <laughs> you're such a monster! Fuck! You're a beast monster.
1: Oh, God, you're a beast monster. All right. <laughs> All right, let's let's never fucking talk about this ever again. Let's go to our sponsor.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, I think it's time to hear from a, a sponsor. I've uh, I've I've had word I've had word from a, a sponsoro. Uh, Can it which, be? Which is the <laughs> Can it say it in so the <laughs> Russian or Portuguese word for sponsor sponsoro? Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I speak. I'm a polyglot, and I, I, I think, Austin, you might actually know something about this one. Uh, please tell me, please tell me what the haps be with uh, Reindeer James. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Man, Reindeer
1: James is uh, the newest, like, uh, board game sort of multimedia experience that is really just, like, starting to get off the ground. Like, do you remember where you were when you were like, what's a Pokemon? Like, <laughs> This is where we're at here for Reindeer James. Uh, you know, like this is, this is gonna be pretty big. Uh, you know, so though it was, uh, founded by an eccentric billionaire, uh, James. (laughs) 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 And he. Like Beyonce? uh,
0: Like Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah. It's just James.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he invented the name james and that's where his money comes from because he's just been sort of raking in the royalties uh for a while now um and he's just been like wanting to really branch out into the into the christmas market into the holiday holiday market with this sort of like me- new media franchise empire and so Rander james is kind of like imagining him and he's uh like an 86 year old uh old sort of dutch man <laughs> Uh, and but he's got like a little sort of dutch yeah he's sort of dutch he's got a little (laughs) red reindeer nose sort of in this sort of fantasy world he's created it's just like this world but he's got reindeer antlers and a little a little red nose and some some cloppity clop hooves um and his skin is covered in fur in thick bristly fur um, and so he just kind of goes around Reindeer James sort of just goes around and this is also in the board game too uh, oh right so, yeah <laughs> uh, and the VR sort of VR experience uh, the augmented reality where you just sort of see Reindeer James sort of in the corners um, of,
2: your what, of your
0: house yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just It's Reindeer James is hiding in the corners yeah, he it's shows like a up VR to... where's Waldo with a, yeah. with a with a with a the strange old Dutch man hiding <laughs> in the corner.
1: Yeah, and he just shows up to remind you like, Hey, I'm thinking about you on Christmas. Thinking about you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, thinking about, about you. Thinking
1: about you and I'm a reindeer, <laughs> I'm reindeer James. Um So he's just been pumping a lot of money into this. Um, so uh we're all very excited about the the coming launch of the Reindeer James franchise.
0: Well, that's very exciting indeed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay tuned for more. But don't be ex- don't be surprised to see reindeer James coming under your chimney. <laughs> 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 no. Oh shit. Um, Is he's gonna be showed up uh, in one way or another? <laughs> he'll, he'll be there. He'll be in your stockings.
0: Thanks, or James. Or your
1: under your tree. so that brings us to our third and final show of this special we're not doing six this time just those three just a, and a, and a, I think a strong three because we are rounding out the pack yeah. with something right. that's superb. <laughs> uh, and this is Hey Arnold episode eleven of season one, uh, and it's Arnold's Christmas.
0: Yes, written by the the late Steve Vixton, who we were all very sad to find out died in twenty fourteen. He did several voices on the show and. He's a long time. He wrote a lot of the episodes. And so, you know, makes me a little sad. But this is, their, this is a Christmas special. and It was amazing. I, I had forgotten it was in season one. It's real early. It's real early for how good it is. You know, it just shows right. how like they they like just came out the gate with such good ideas. Right. So the synopsis goes as follows. Uh, when Arnold draws Mr. Wen's uh, name in the boarding house's secret Santa, he decides to make it uh, the most special Christmas ever for the lonely border. And tries to reunite Mister Wen with his long-lost daughter. Meanwhile, Helga agonizes over what would make the perfect present for Arnold. Yeah, that's our episode.
1: And this one is a doozy.
0: It is a gut check.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck. So first of all, it is a full-length, twenty-two-minute episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are sort of split, um, but this is the full. This is the full deal.
0: Oh, and it and it, and it oh, needs it. It really needs it. it yeah, it, it it super does.
1: And it, and what I love too is that they really just kind of take their time with moments. God, I mean, just going from was it was it even? I mean, it was probably a decade. Like, when did this come out? Uh, ninety uh six. 1996.
0: 1996. Okay,
1: so eleven years after that sort of He Man <laughs> monstrosity.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: You know, or even less from say a dinosaur's Christmas of some kind, um,
0: <laughs> which we you didn't know we watch. just
1: we just see like such a change in children's animation. Um, yeah, and just to understand how profound the show is and like how adult the show is, you know, um, the the emotional maturity of an episode like this is is astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts with this really nice, just orchestral scored. Not orchestral, but like soundtrack scoring scene, this montage of, of Christmas in New York of like snow and people playing. And it, it like, you know, it's going for evoking a feeling. You know, there aren't sound effects, you just kind of right. notice because, and you get filled with all those like wonderful, warm feelings of snow and being a child and like
2: mm-hmm.
1: just playing when the snow and, and being in that moment. And just like it starts really strong with this,
0: you know. Yeah. Big Part of what I noticed out. about that, too, was that they've got a really strong sense of place. Um, it, I can't really say that it feels like New York, but it certainly feels like the city. And we see them, you know, on the sidewalk, on the subway. It, It is not a sort of casual setting the way I think a lot of shows no. put their, you know, just kind of hang it up like a like a, you know, in a backdrop. Mm-hmm. Well, and Arnold was always about, you know... Urban kids and urban kid experience, Mm -hmm. right? Right. right. And I, okay, I'm, I'm filled with way too many stupid pieces of knowledge about this show. We all have already talked about this like five times, but I'm the stupidest, biggest fan of this show. I love it. But, uh, Craig based the town, which is, uh, named Hillwood that they live in. Mm -hmm. They had, uh, they based, he based it off of New York and Chicago and Seattle. Oh, okay. And so, um, so yeah, it, but like it feels most like New York, and like the school they go to is PS one eighteen, and yeah. you know that's it's, a very it's New got a York, pretty New thing. York-y vibe. Yeah, um, tall concrete buildings. But I was gonna say big shout out to Jim Lang, who composes all the music for Hey Arnold. Uh, he is a jazzy motherfucker, and he makes he kills it right at the top with this uh, sneaky. It is the Hey Arnold theme, but mixed into this joy to the world thing that he's doing. Oh, hmm. cool. It's like if you go back and listen to it, it's like it has that thing going on. Cool. It's oh, God, I just love Jim Lang. I love him to death because they don't do the normal intro for this show uh, for Mm -hmm. this episode. They just jump right into a a little title card on top of snow and it's just peaceful. Yeah. Okay. enough about this opening moment, which is yeah. so back to the plot.
1: (laughs) There's a hot new item in town.
0: Oh, yeah. The Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Uh,
1: And this is so cool. I love this thing because this is something you don't see because so all the girls in town are like losing their minds for Nancy Spumoni snow boots. But these things, this is not just like, oh, this is the new Polly Pocket.
0: Right. It's not a doll.
1: Right. It's like these are like. Like steel tipped, like steel toed. Uh, like combat snow boots, and like every girl is like losing their mind for it, and it's awesome because it makes like every girl in the town a secret badass.
0: Yeah, and there's it's... so few of them; it's incredibly right. limited edition, mm-hmm. and so you know, in a very jingle all the way kind of situation, sure. the parents are all trying to get these for their kids, mm-hmm. and they're expensive. Right. Uh, there's a little bit of a uh, joke slash reference hidden in the boots themselves. Uh, the there's a character in Hey Arnold named Dino Spumoni who's very oh, who's yeah. pretty much exactly the the Frank Sinatra analog. Mm-hmm. And Frank Sinatra had a daughter, Nancy, Nancy, Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra, who wrote the song oh, These shit. Boots Are Made These for Walking.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so Na- brilliant. So the Nancy Spumoni boots, it's it's a whole thing. So it's also great world building.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well that's that's the thing with the show. There are so many things that just sort of get thrown out and they're not called attention to. But if sure. you sort of think about for an extra five seconds, you're like, oh, my God, I just got it. And I, I you know, I love that. You yeah. would never you would never get that in earlier children's entertainment.
0: So yeah. maybe this is something Andy knows because it's a little bit of a deep cut question. OK, um, is Mr. Wen they they don't. You know, when they when they talk about the war, when when he was uh, younger. Yes. Uh, they never mentioned Vietnam. I my impression is that he's Vietnamese, but they yeah. you know, yes. changed just enough to kind of leave it. Is, is it intentionally? It's intentionally uh, vague, or I, or do they ever call him Vietnamese? They, I mean, he speaks Vietnamese at the end of the episode very briefly. So like, oh, yeah. So like, it's definitely like about Vietnam. I think they were just uh wary of like calling out the Vietnam War in the kids' show, but right. they still that makes wanted sense. they still wanted to do it. And so mm-hmm. it's 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 as vague as they needed it to be, while still being incredibly obviously Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. I was only curious because I Wen is not a name I'm familiar with. Yeah, and it's spelled H Y U N H, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. In yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah. They
1: did not. They did not care about dumbing things down. To, or making things more palatable for a child audience. They're like, no, this is like a real, this is like what somebody would really be named. So fuck it, mm-hmm. you know, kids are going to have to deal with it. And I love that, too.
0: Yeah. Uh we, We've kind of been skirting around it. I don't really w- yeah. I don't really think we want to wait until we get there when we're talking about the plot. The The idea is that Arnold realizes that they get like a secret Santa drawing, which also mm-hmm. is is a great touch because everyone who lives at the boarding house doesn't make a lot of money and they're not going to buy each other all of each other Christmas presents. So they do a secret Santa instead. So you only have to buy one. And Arnold draws Mr. Wynn who's really sad right now because he's remembering his daughter whom he had to part ways with. when she was a baby because he sent her to America on a soldier's helicopter. When... And you were going to cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, there's like this whole scene where he's telling Arnold about it. And, it's just the most beautiful flashback and he's talking about his life and how happy he was. And like the voice acting is so good for Mr. Wen, And he's talking yeah. about how much he loved his daughter and he was excited to see her future. And then the war and was you happening. Don't see a mom, you know, Mm-mm. there's a
1: lot of stuff that's still also yep. inferred, but not, you know, referred to that's.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and so he has to, he gives up his daughter to save her and send her to America and, The soldier tells him the name of a town and it takes him 20 years to get out of the country. And when he does, he goes to Hillwood to try and hopefully maybe run into his daughter one day on sort of a sort of a vain hope. And now he's living at the boarding home. And Arnold realizes that the only thing that he would feel good giving Mr. Wynn for Christmas is trying to find his daughter. And that's like the whole thing for this episode. And that is such a like it just oh, God, it's so good. I mean, other shows talk about the meaning of Christmas and all that jazz. But like this one is like, by the way, this is fucking Christmas. This is what the holidays are about.
1: Yeah. And it's like the the level of selflessness that's being showed without hesitation is stunning. Is is will you'll you'll probably cry just kind of realizing how completely thoughtless these characters are without a second of hesitation. Mm hmm. And that's you know that's admirable admirable in its own right. Like without even the accomplishment of the goal.
0: No Ugtars no here.
1: <laughs> no Ugtars <no> <laughs> here. Um, there's there was also we'll we'll breeze by it. But I, I you know I just wanted to bring up um, yeah. There was also um, a really funny moment that takes a minute where uh, Grandpa s- tells um, his wife yeah right yeah. um to mm-hmm. play some Christmas music. And she proceeds to play Yankee Doodle Dandy (laughs) while she's dressed, you know, in a Halloween costume.
0: Mm -hmm. And (laughs) earlier she's like, they come back in that same scene and she's like, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Right. Like, and then
1: of course, yeah, she's playing Yankee Doodle Dandy on the piano.
0: Yeah. It's not called out. It's, and uh, you know, interestingly, uh, although I guess I still have not seen uh, most of Hey Arnold. um, mm -hmm. But you know, there, there are certainly some moments of levity, but it seems like they were also they they did not shy away from just doing a pretty somber episode. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. There's not a lot of gags. No, I mean, Gerald gets some pretty damn funny lines in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, there's there's some there's some there's good some levity, moments. but there's no no plot. There's no like silly, silly thing, you know, mm-hmm. no, no buzz, no buzzes or whizzes or or. Mm-hmm. Silly sounds. Windings yeah. or farts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no farts. Yeah. No farts today. <laughs> and that's not that's not always Hey Arnold's deal, but it definitely, right. you know, not even just in its its holiday specials. Like, it finds moments to just be sad. I've actually, uh, this is a whole other conversation, but the, one of my favorite episodes of the show ends in possibly the saddest way possible, and you're expecting it to kind of take a turn and be like a little gag at the end, and it just doesn't, and they just go to credits. And I love that. I love that they do yeah. that.
2: Mm-hmm. Sticks um, with you.
0: And so, uh, the the actual B-plot of the episode, so Arnold and... and Ger- Okay, Gerald's the best friend in the world. Arnold's trying yeah. to do this for Mr. Wynn, and Gerald's just like, yeah, I'll spend my Christmas Eve going on this wild goose chase with you. Sure. Yeah. Sure, buddy. But the B-plot is about Helga, and Helga is all about them Nancy Spimoni snow snowboots, but she's trying to find the perfect gift for Arnold, and... Eventually, after a bunch of stupid ideas that she tries to come up with, she overhears... long
1: soliloquies. Yes,
0: always the long soliloquies. <laughs> uh, she overhears Arnold and Gerald talking about what they've been up to and how they've been, you know, dealing with, you know, doing stuff. And she ends up following them and being like, oh, God, they're doing yeah. such nice things. So there's
1: like a... <laughs> is it like Immigrations or something, you know? But he's like a record-keeping guy. Right. Uh, who... Is so busy with holidays that he doesn't have time to look up the daughter for them. Mm-hmm. But he, they overhear that he needs to get his holiday shopping done. So, like, hey, we'll do your holiday shopping for you. And then once we get all the stuff in your list, you can help us find this, this woman.
0: And he's like, I'm going to give $300 to a couple nine year old kids. And then they're like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you will. <laughs> he got he just... a short hairs, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my favorite. Shit, creek without us.
1: One of my favorite bits is so they get all the stuff on the list. And then the last thing is, of course, the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Yep. And, you know, I feel like what follows is one of the most adult jokes and not like naughty adult, but like just is mature. Yeah. Just like a parade of laughter from retail workers.
2: Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Which just feels so just. Oh, it's crushing. it's crushing, but it's like,
0: yeah, they go to every shoe store who are apparently everyone who works at a shoe store is just a huge asshole to kids. And they're like, we want Nancy Simone snow boots. And they all just laughed them out of town. Yeah. like No, we can get you one maybe next July. And, you know, so they yeah. can't they can't find any. Just but sort it, of
1: like checking in with retail employees. Just yeah. Sort of feels
0: <laughs> very grounded. Yeah, it does. I uh, love it. So, so in the end, in the end, they fail. And the guy, uh, by the way, that Mr. Mr. Bailey, Mr. Bailey is, if I'm which not I mistaken, think is a
1: wonderful life reference.
0: It, it very well could be. Yes, Bailey. Uh-huh. But I believe it's voiced by Vincent Chiavelli who is one of the world's greatest or was one of the world's greatest uh, character actors. Uh, he also voiced Pigeon Man uh, in the other in another Hey Arnold episode. But he was in like taxi and Batman returns and tomorrow never dies. And, and like a whole bunch of things. If you Google oh, Vin- yeah, okay. Vincent Chiavelli, uh, it, you'll, you'll immediately recognize him. you will be like, Oh, that guy. Cool. Um, but he died in like 2005. Um, and I, so yeah, he can't, he won't help them because they didn't get in the boots and he's being a real curmudge. Yeah. And so in swoops, Helga, who has finally realized what she's going to get Arnold. And it's that she goes home and she's been given the Nancy Spamoni snow boots for Christmas. And she, you know, gift to the Magi situation almost is like, oh, God. Okay. No. <laughs> and to do the the right thing for the guy she's in love with, she gives up her Nancy Spamoni boots to the guy and then stays up all night with Bleeds. him. pleads Yeah. pleads oh, with the man. It's such a good scene. Yeah. She has such a good a little, you know, chunk of dialogue. Uh, you can really... He can really just feel it. it's so good, but he can yeah. she convinces him, and they stay up all night finding uh Mr. Wynn's daughter, and they get reunited, and Arnold oh that's that's also the saddest saddest goddamn moment when Arnold thinks he's going to have to tell Mr. Wynn that not only did he get, not give him a present, but he tried to find his daughter and he failed, and like it is the saddest I've ever seen children animated, yeah, him and Gerald just sitting there being like, "Oh God, we have to talk to him right now." yeah, but yeah, then she hmm, shows they up, do.
1: And then she shows up and then you cry a lot Because uh. they just sort of hug And it's very nice
0: It's oh, so nice it's
1: A very nice scene <laughs> um, And I stopped taking notes Um, At this point
0: As your notebook had Been, been turned to mush
1: <laughs> Yeah And I've then used we, to, to... we pan out to The snow outside and Helga Is staring there in the snow In her socks
0: Ugh
1: Without even shoes, just inner socks, just like says, Merry Christmas, Arnold. And that's the end of the episode. And It's very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we gushed about a lot of the good stuff, uh, but there are some funny things in this episode. Do you guys have anything that you, you we sort of glossed over you want to bring up? Uh, well not in the traditional way like the the quips that are in it are are good i mean they they don't i don't remember that they nothing really comes to mind that bears discussion like there were parts that were funny when mm -hmm. they meant to be funny Mm -hmm. um i don't really have any major major observations about or insights about the characters i had a few extra fun bits yeah okay let's Um, hear them
1: there was the discussion at the beginning of about ties. Uh, yes gerald Mm. gerald buying ties for everybody yeah that's right gerald's buying everybody a tie gerald to not get a tie for everybody because it's (laughs) not special and unique and then and
0: you can't give a tie to your four-year-old like sister
1: right right and then there's just a throwaway line after that doesn't get called out it was like hey where are you going like uh i gotta go uh, get you a new present
0: (laughs) (laughs) and uh i I, yeah you're right that was a lot of fun and i thought it was also fun that he wasn't phoning it in. He wasn't getting everybody like hand towels or something weird. He put right. thought into the ties. They right. just were kind of, it was just a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. And then kind of have to explain it to him. He's like, no, yeah. but I, I picked out good ties. Though. I was like, yeah, well. Pick yeah. out something that they want. You can't just yeah. give a little girl a tie.
1: There was also a nice moment at the end with Helga's mom <laughs> drinking mm-hmm. a lot of eggnog and singing pretty loud.
0: Oh, God. Helga's Another one of those Another one of those
1: Yep, another one of those very strong wink-wink signifiers that Helga's mom is a sauce lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's played for laughs every now and again, but it's just as often played for, like, man, Helga's home life sucks so many balls. Um, yeah,
1: and also kind of like a dog whistle for kids who grew up with alcoholism, too. Yeah,
0: right, and that's the thing, is that that's why you don't make them into, like, a cartoonish villain, you just sort of normalize the fact that some people's parents drink yep yeah um i think i think my uh my nomination for sickest burn of the week uh does go to gerald because there's a moment where helga runs into arnold and gerald at the store and helga's been like okay i'm gonna buy arnold this video game it's super awesome and she's like oh, she yeah. like shows <laughs> it to them and gerald's and she's like yeah what do you think i bet somebody who gets this present would be like super impressed and gerald's like Basically, like, I don't know. I mean, it's a nice gift if you want to show people you don't care about them at all or understand them or want to get them something personal. But, you know, whatever you do, you Helga.
1: (laughs) And she's so
0: (laughs) deflated. Oh, I love that moment. It's great. Uh, The only the only thing I want to point out that that you guys I feel like you guys would normally be jumping on, but uh, I'll do it. Is that when when she's pondering about getting getting him like a train set for Christmas, She's like, it's got everything. It's got all this stuff. And it's even got one-legged Bob, the affable railroad tramp. <laughs> I miss I miss that line. It's like this weird train set. And then there's this hobo sitting on top of a barn. And she's like, one-legged Bob, the affable railroad tramp. I'm, I'm here <laughs> for it. That's true. That's amazing. Uh I don't know. I love those little bits. You know, of, we love our quaint terminology. <laughs> those
1: little bits of absurdist humor that make their way into kids cartoons that just like yeah. are like big hits with kids cuz I remember watching the uh the Adams Family cartoon. Oh and yeah. And there was a bit about Uncle Fester who proclaimed himself a superhero and his only weakness was chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think they explain it, but he's just, no, you no know? oh,
0: kids love silly nonsense. Like, I mean, yeah. we do too, but there's yes. a, there's a certain, uh, like, it's almost like you can almost boil it into a science with kids. You know, you make yeah. a silly face and they just sort of lose their shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a good string of words, like affable railroad tramp. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. Works on so, me. So, uh. Aside from, I mean, we should, we should, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Nice jingle? Naughty? This
1: is nicest jingle that it's ever. Nice Cer- yeah,
0: certainly a wholesome, a wholesome jingle. Uh, yeah. yeah, this one, I don't know. I mean, you can tell it made me quite emotional again. I mean, I've seen it a lot of times, but I just, I always get emotional, but I'm extra like receptive to how much. I love Hey Arnold right now because the uh, the movie that we were waiting for for 15 years to end, quote-unquote, the show finally came out, like, this week while we're recording it, right? I mean, like, yeah. it'll be, it have almost been a month ago by the time this episode comes out. But, uh, yeah, like, I just watched new Hey Arnold content for the first time in 13 years. And
1: Can you give us a little spoiler-free uh, uh, thoughts? Just, like, any sort of...
0: it's It's got the juice. I mean, I... That's the, that's pretty much exactly what I said, but there's a person in the, in the Newsies cast with me who also likes Hang Arnold and hadn't seen the movie yet. And he was like, give me a spoiler free thing. And I was like, well, at its core, it's still got the juice. And he was like, that's enough. I'm done. (laughs) I'll I'll watch it. And that's, that's what I feel about it. I mean, there's some weird, there's some weird stuff going on, but like everybody who loves Hang Arnold should go out and watch the jungle movie. It is amazing. And perhaps if you spend money on it and don't just illegally stream it, we might get a sixth season
1: what
0: it's a possibility and craig craig wants to make it so anyway that's my little pitch for hey arnold but uh yeah what a nice jingle
1: yeah
0: i'm looking at the uh the wikipedia here we got some little trivia tidbits oh yeah uh the actor who played mr Wen was literally in saigon during the fall of saigon shit yeah hasn't he like disappeared off the face of the earth too uh, well, I've I've got his, I've got his IMDb up. He certainly doesn't hasn't done a whole lot of acting, he, but he did do the Hey Arnold the movie. Yeah, that one came out. No, two. Uh, oh, I see. That's different. That's yeah, different. It's a different um, movie. Um, And yeah. then he was he was in. Yes, yeah, so he hasn't really done much. Hey, Arnold. He was in Rambo. Yeah, I think uh, he. Yeah. After after Hey, Arnold, he he retired. And I'm pretty sure from what I've talked to other people about that no one actually knows where he is anymore. So I think oh, he, wow. he was just that, like I'm done with that and I'm gonna drop off the grid and live my life. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: fair. Totally fair.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I loved that. I'm so I'm I'm actually like finally in the Christmas mood now, right? Like at the beginning of yeah. the episode, I wasn't really there, and it's still November right now when we're recording, and I think I'm ready. I think I've got there.
1: Yeah, we've we've jostled. You've got, your the, you've got the you've got the
0: Chris, You've got a big hard Christmas boner. Yeah. And we've, you know we've. Spread, you, uh, your, spread your, our your stocking is perk like the top of Gerald's head. <laughs> 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 and I, I think it's possibly worth mentioning, like, most cartoons of the eras that we're looking at did Christmas-specific specials, right? Yeah. There, it was a pretty rare cartoon that did something about another holiday that happens in Rug winter. Rugrats. Rugrats did a Hanukkah special, which I do remember being fun. Yeah. Uh, For a it was, lot of
1: us, that was our... Yeah. Potentially our first real sort of like introduction into you know yeah. something that the isn't story a of Passover even. You know,
0: like Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That that was that was a cool episode to watch. Uh but the vast majority were Christmas. So, you know, not trying yeah. to not be inclusive, but the the numbers are against it. So maybe next time we will uh try and do that Rugrats one or I feel like there were a couple maybe one or two others that did an, a different holiday like maybe even Rugrats did a Kwanzaa uh I don't remember I'm sure there's an, there's enough things to to patch together a, a multicultural yeah yeah well, holiday we're not season. watching eight
1: crazy nights that's
0: <laughs> are you sure you don't want to <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that goes outside of our scope a little bit
0: <laughs> only I had only to spend just.
1: 45 minutes on He-Man and She-Ra We go into animated movies. There's no coming back.
0: That's true. Well, you guys got any other thoughts you wanna you wanna spout out? Just kind of,
1: uh, just how fucking awful Super Mario World was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it was a, it was, it was the ten minutes I felt was a lot less. Taxing than the forty five on Money, on He Man and She but you're right. It was it it was objectively the worst. But like, yeah, I thought it was by in, country mile. In and out quick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just to, to to imagine that that Super Mario cartoon and Hey Arnold came out in the same decade.
0: <laughs> yes. and not
1: even completely opposite ends of that decade either.
0: No, uh, yeah. I don't I don't understand. It boggles the mind. The magic happened between 91 and 94. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, Mary, there's Merry always been like holidays. a pretty wide gulf between like what people try to get away with selling to kids versus the people who intentionally make something for kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all across the board, whether that's books or music or whatever, like you can sell a kid, you can sell a kid a dumpster and they'll be happy. <laughs> But you don't have to.
1: Yeah, I like that metaphor. <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't have to sell a kid a dumpster. Just because they'll be happy with it doesn't mean you're a good person.
1: Why buy the dumpster <laughs> when you can get the milk for free? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you go on to Saturday, tell Tuesdays. us about our new sponsor, <laughs> Dumpster Milk. You can buy dumpster milk by the crate. Uh or by the (laughs) by the uh by the barrel on our website, sadamtuesdays.com, uh just go to the hidden uh forbidden page. You know you know how to get there.
2: (laughs) The dark page.
0: Just click on that evil link, uh, and it will it will take you to a world of milks. (laughs) Just dumpster milks, but various kinds. And uh com slash the sweetest and the tartest, the tangiest (laughs) dumpster milk. And, uh, you know, a penny off of every one of those sales goes to treat kids, dumpsters without dumpsters. To kids without dumpsters, kids in need.
1: That's good. That's good. So we got a little, this is a little bonus sponsor. And, uh, we want to thank, we want to thank everybody for, for a wonderful year. Yeah. Wonderful Christmas time.
0: And like Jay Breezers for bringing us this, the holiday. Yeah. For putting himself up on that wooden plank and doing the dirty <laughs>
1: J- Art Boy jumpers, crampers
0: Jizzle criminy, <laughs> J- Jizzle. Jizzle. No, I can't say Jizzle when I'm talking about Jizzle. J- <laughs> you can try. I could. Jam Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Jumbo. Jumbo <laughs> cauliflowers. Jim Jinglers. Ooh, the, th- tall <laughs> the Tall Man. The Tall Man. Cool Hand Luke. Oh, that's a different guy. Or was, I was know, it the same I was guy? to go for like a hole in your hand sort of thing (laughs) all right we'll we'll hang up our hats yeah yeah (laughs) we're done this episode is over happy happy holidays enjoy whatever you're gonna do next week
1: yeah and uh or now be, be close to your loved ones and watch better cartoons